Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, everybody. It's Charlene Anderson, your wholesale sourcing expert, here on, believe it or not, August 25th, 2021. It is hard to believe that August is almost over. It's like the summer disappeared in a snap, and we can sort of feel fall is in the air. We can tell by how long you have to go between lawn mows, things slow down, and it's a uh, darker earlier and not quite as light when we get up in the morning so fall so if you're part of that we'll think about you because it is gorgeous here so i'm going to jump right in with a few things i wanted to talk about things that came up in the group that I thought I would just put my two cents in on. And one is the whole future of e-commerce, the future of retail in general, um, issues with supply chains and all of that. And um, I was speaking with an investment banker the other day who says that everybody thinks brick and mortar retail is gonna rebound. Um, and I believe it too. People want to get out of the house and actually physically touch products. But that doesn't mean that e-commerce is going anywhere because it's not. Because people have learned about the convenience of having stuff come to you. Um, it, it's great. I mean, I've relied on it for uh, probably most of my adult life. Not e-commerce, but mail order stuff. Um, back in Hawaii when um, when you couldn't get a whole lot of stuff and you had a catalog and you ordered it and you had to wait two months for it to come. Um, so it's been a way of life for me and a lot of people are realizing it's a way of life for them. Wendy is saying that the live keeps getting interrupted. I am not seeing anything on my end um, showing any problems. Um, but if it keeps up windy, please let me know and um, I can see if I can change any settings. I'm hesitant to change them while we're talking because it can dump everybody off and that's not fun. So, so I think both brick and mortar retail and e-commerce retail are here to stay. Two very different things. I think there will be a change in the kind of products people buy um, at each. The touchy-feely try-on stuff, um, people will People like me who live in rural areas or people who don't like shopping will still continue to use e-commerce in a huge way. Um, so I am thinking that both will be here to stay. Um, I have no intentions of ever getting back into brick and mortar retail, I am banking on e-commerce staying in many different ways. Um, the news that Amazon is considering opening department stores shows that they think brick and mortar is gonna come back too, but they're not abandoning their foundations of e-commerce. So um, that being said, I watched a, an interesting YouTube video yesterday about a shopping mall that I was familiar with in a weird way. Um, and uh, it just happened to come up on my YouTube feed, and I don't know why, but it was about the Tower Arcade, I think they called it, uh, the Tower Arcade in Cleveland, Ohio, and I've been to that mall twice because there is a Ritz-Carlton home 
Phillips in Cleveland, that's where I stayed. So it's a 1920s Beaux-Arts. Um, it was originally a train station, and then when trains went out of favor, um, it eventually was converted to a shopping mall. And I was there, I think it was in um, 2018 and 2019, two separate times. And it was a very quiet mall. It was one of those ones that you could tell was hanging on by a thread. A fair number of empty stores, um, no really anchor stores to speak of, um, you know, like major department stores. The food court was half empty, um, but the hotel was connected to it and you walk through it to get out to the shortcut to the convention center. Um, but this thing came up on my YouTube feed about this particular shopping mall and how it is now a dead mall. And it gave out, it was a half hour thing where this, this guy goes around to shopping malls and talks about the history of the malls and what's happened to them. And it, he was there in um, April of this year and filmed everything. And I knew exactly where he was at every part of it. And it is a dead mall. There's like two stores open in the whole mall. And they said it was a dying mall before COVID and COVID just killed it. The one thing that kept it going was the fact that there's a walkway from the mall to the basketball um, arena and the baseball stadium in Cleveland. So you could walk through a walkway to get to those. But yeah, it was sad. So there's going to be different kinds of retail. I don't know that malls will come back in the way they did, um, but we'll just have to see. But it, as um, e-commerce sellers... shopping habits people who got used to e-commerce are going to continue to use e-commerce um, but that being said people like us who sell on e-commerce sites there's going to be more of us i think there's going to be bigger turnover people are going to jump in and think it's get rich quick it's simple it's easy um, no problem we just list it and sell it and amazon takes care of everything um, or eBay takes care of everything. There's going to be some rude awakenings when when these people jump in. And we've seen it over the past couple of years um, in a couple other groups that I'm members of but never post in, but I like to watch the, um, the action there. Um, there's a lot of turnover, and I don't think that's going to change. And the, the bad thing about this high turnover is you have a bunch of inexperienced sellers who their first in That just seems to be the general instinct, slash prices, slash prices, and that puts, um, puts prices down. Even if they end up going out of business, there's going to be another one to replace them coming along. So I think that's going to be our biggest pressure moving forward is the, um, the price um, fluctuation, differentials, whatever. Um, moving forward, how we have to protect prices um, and how Amazon themselves are engaging in shady practices about, you know, telling us our price isn't low enough and all of that. Um, uh, legally, I think there's going to be some challenges to that, hopefully, that that um, allow us to price things at what, what we want to price them at, not suppressing things because Amazon doesn't think it's the price we should get. Um,
sick. Um, kind of, you know, how you lay there and think, well, this has been my thinking thing. So, um, right now, as of, as of today, um, I am up, um, 5% on the total number of items that I've sold. Okay. That means actually people bought it and it got shipped to them. Um, interestingly enough, I'm up ever so slightly 0.98. So we'll say 1% on the average units per order, meaning some people are ordering more than one thing from me at a time. Um, that's a very, very minor change. Um, it's just slightly over one item per order. And that has not changed throughout my 20 years of selling on Amazon. It's always been about that. And it's similar to my eBay. I don't do a lot of multiple item orders for whatever reason. Um, I do a lot of repeat orders on both platforms, but not a lot of multiple items orders. Um, the bad news is my average sale price per item has gone down. And I, I have analyzed this and figured out what has happened. And it's two things. One is there's a couple new sellers uh, selling on my major listings who continuously try to force prices down. Um, they don't seem to have a lot of product at any one time, so they'll force the price down and then they'll go out of stock and then I raise mine back up. So it's like this little game, um, not a fun game, but it is a game. Um, the other issue is, um, last, starting in April, when we couldn't ship into Amazon through the summer, I did a lot of merchant fulfilled of a particular item. And I did it Merchant Fulfilled because this item, which is huge. Italy. And Italy was under major lockdown and they didn't manufacture this product for many, many months. And I was able to get my hands on a ton of it um, through my distributor here in the U.S. And I, I filled up my office with it. Um, also, because it was a hard to find product, there was very, very little competition. It was also a product that crafty people wanted and needed to do their craft. Um, so it was this perfect storm of I had the product that people really wanted and I had very little competition. So I was able to raise the price to a very good margin, not anything... Um, scalper wise i mean this wasn't an essential item anyway it was a craft thing but i had made really really good margins and i was packing a hundred orders a day merchant fulfilled of these items it was a bundle of three of them in different colors and um then when um italy came back online and they started producing the products again where I'm no longer selling it because they have now lowered the price to about 1% margins, 1%. I'm not going to pack the stuff for 1%. I can do far better with my cash elsewhere. So I've quit selling it, which is a shame that um, they didn't stop somewhere in the middle between the exceptional margins and realistic margins because they could have, because people would have still bought this product 
even on Amazon at the higher price, it's comparable to going to your local craft store and buying this product, except it gets delivered to you for free. Um, so these people who kept pushing the price down and pushing it down, um, it, it amazes me, but there will always be those people. Um, you will have to realize that you can't hope they go away, wish they'll go away, think next year they'll be gone. Those will probably be gone, but there will be new ones in their place. Um, so I all year and I sold a lot of them. So that hurt that, um, that price per item. But I do think in the end, I will be up um, for the year, which I'm pretty pleased with because supply chain issues have been pretty difficult to deal with. Um, just, you know, vendors out of stock, out of stock, out of stock. Um, and boy, when it comes back in stock, I have been making sure I buy enough to last me well into um, the next quarter, the quarter one of, of 2020. Too, um, because I'm I have been watching the news about um, shipping issues and supply chain issues, and no one in the shipping industry expects things to get any better anytime soon. So be prepared for those supply chain delays on your products. Um, if you don't have Halloween in now, you're going to be too late. So I'm just saying, get Halloween in now. And the minute you get done with Halloween, start sending in Christmas if you haven't already. My prediction for e-commerce, I'm sticking with it. Um, nowhere can I, in Jackson, can I make the kind of money that I'm making doing what I mostly enjoy. If I don't have to deal with seller support at all, I like the business. I think it's fun. It's a blast looking for new products. That's my favorite part. So this is a way to be able to do that and, and make good money too. So um, just prepare yourself now, get things organized, get things going, and you'll have a great Q4 because people are buying and the money is there. Um, I am always looking for new vendors. So I've got... Uh, some research in the pipeline now to find new vendors. Um, I, as good a relationships I have with my vendors, I just was about what debt they have, um, all of that kind of stuff, so they could disappear tomorrow. So you have to keep looking, just keep looking for new stuff. Um, that's what buyers in traditional brick and mortars that's their job. That's our job here is continually looking for new products. A um, couple other things I'd like to touch on. Um, I have been um, watching a lot of YouTube or more listening to a lot of YouTube while I was sick. And I found some a couple of really interesting um, sites related to selling online. I have intentionally stayed away from any... YouTube channels that focus on things I know about because that annoys the heck out of me because I always think I know more than they do. So, so I don't watch like how to sell on Amazon YouTubes. Um, 
I watch things that I either don't ever want Chicago. It's called Craigslist Hunter. And he's a guy um, in Chicago who owns a pawn shop, a resale shop, but they also sell a ton on eBay. Um, I really enjoy this channel because the pawn shop side is something I know nothing about how it works and I've learned a lot, but there's enough interesting eBay stuff to kind of keep you engaged. Um, he's a very personable guy on the channel. Um, he's originally from Poland, um, who came to the States when I think he was 11 and has now built this, it's a big business where he's, you know, shipping hundreds of eBay orders a day, his team. He, though he ships a lot too, it's, it's nice to see his setups and all that. So I'd recommend watching that one. It's a fun one. Um, not that I ever want to own a pawn shop. He does do some thrifting because he says it gives him an... coming into the pawn shop buying the stuff there and he explains why he thinks it's worth it why he's going to keep it in the shop or put it on ebay he does not sell on amazon anymore for him amazon was a bust um just didn't work for him but his ebay is very successful and he has um one woman who does all the research and photography and listing on his ebay products um and there was even a whole video they did about how to research something if you know nothing about it and you find it. So really, really interesting. Um, uh, we've watched um, a couple new uh, Apple Plus series. Um, if you have Apple Plus, one is Ted Lasso. We're in season two. Highly recommended. I think one of the best shows on TV since MASH and Mary Tyler Moore. I know that dates me, but yeah, really good. And the other one we're watching, but we're kind of on the fence on, is called For All Mankind. And the easiest way I can explain what it's about, it's an alternative look at the space race and what might have happened if the Russians had gotten to the moon first. Kind of a little synopsis. Interesting story, not totally sold on it. We've watched two episodes. We're going to give it one more and see how that goes. But, uh, but it's it's been an interesting thing as a child. I was 12 when... Uh, Apollo 11 landed so I remember it distinctly so it's interesting to see this take um, on um, on the whole thing the pawn shop um, YouTube is Craigslist Hunter so C-R-A-I-G-L-I-S-T Hunter um, his logo is a peace sign on a purple background and the five or six years. Um, some are funny, some are sort of sad situations, you know. Um, and then um, if you want to get sidetracked, his business partner, they were in business for 15 years, um, has had a boyhood dream of sailing around the world and he's worked like five years restoring a sailboat and he's now into his sixth month of the sail around the world. So he has a uh, channel also, which is very interesting to watch. He's in the Galapagos right now. Um, and his channel is called Sailing Black Swan. So that's his partner's um, 
uh, video about sailing around the world. So um, that's all I have about numbers, where I think mine are and why they're at. Oh, one other thing before I forget. If you're not Tunny and a macaw named Ruby that are in the shop too. Um, so if you're not doing Ellie's advertising, and that means you list all of your products on Amazon for a nickel a click automatic targeting, you have to do it. Because I looked at my numbers, I'm getting great return on the spend for that. Crazy enough, but Ellie is right on this one. So it's everything you have on Amazon, five cents a click. Um, I have a, I think I have a $5 a day budget, but that budget is up to you depending on how many SKUs you have and how much you want to spend. And then automatic targeting, so you don't have to worry anything. It's, to me, it's that set it and go kind of advertising and it's worked well. And it'll just take a few minutes to set up and um, we'll check back and, and If there's no other questions, I'm going to let you guys go and get back to work. Um, I am slowly getting caught off. I took four days where I did not ship last week. That's a record unless I've been out of town. Um, so I now only have my office looking like a warehouse. It's all out of the living room now. So that's a good thing. So you all take care. Stay safe. Stay cool if it's, you're in the heat wave. Get stuff shipped in and work on finding some new products. Deal? Deal. We'll talk to you later. Bye-bye.